Thanks for listening to the Idea Fountain. I'm Julie Pilot. So far in 2022, we've been focused on the future. Last episode, we did a deep dive on crypto and NFTs. Joel Day from Asia and Rock God did a thorough rundown on the things you should know and how it's impacting the music industry. Thanks to everyone who reached out with insights, feedback, and shared the app. One person, honestly, told me she had to Google what an NFT was before she decided to listen. Another person mentioned in a job interview that they were keeping up with financial trends and listening to podcasts on NFTs, and then she got offered a higher-paying job. I like that. If you're new to the Idea Fountain, every episode we deep dive on important conversations. This episode is specifically focusing on supporting creators. Selfishly, I do interviews and talk to people who inspire me, and there's quite a range from music to tech to, in this episode, creating what you want. It's time to make a vision board for 2022 from Lisa with Elements. This is the Idea Fountain, life-changing conversations. Yay, I can see you. How are you? I'm so good, but man, Lisa, you're going to make me cry. Okay, full disclosure, you were like two minutes behind logging onto the Zoom, no big deal, except for the fact I went and got my vision boards from the last few years and I brought them over here to reference. And while you were logging on, I was staring at them and I realized, oh my God, I'm totally going to cry. Oh my God. (laughs) Breathe. So, okay, let me breathe again. Take your time. (laughs) So like... Four years ago, I was in a situation where I encountered someone or something and I got a glimpse of a possibility. Mm. And back then in like vision board time, I was like, wow, wouldn't this be cool to put on my vision board? Mm. And You know, it was a wild idea to have the opportunity to work in film and TV because I always grew up doing music and radio. Right. Nobody just jumped. I'm getting chills while you're talking. I'm getting chills while you're talking. (laughs) Yeah, just who jumps into like a completely other industry? There's so many relationships and politics and paying your dues. Mm -hmm. And I haven't really talked about it this very much, but. Mm -hmm here I put it on my vision board like four years ago and it didn't happen and it's really prominent. So I would still see it all the time and stuff, but I didn't really think about it until right now, this summer, I made a jump to a film company. I remember. And today is the day that I had an idea for a picture for a feature. We've been developing it and we just officially signed on the director. We're going to make a movie. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Congratulations. Well, there is work to be done, but thank you. And it's just having that moment to look at it Mm. and see it come to fruition. It's a beautiful thing. 
to know that you can really dream big and envision something that, you know, pulls to your heart and then to see it, to be in it and it actually happening in real time. It, this is what this is about. <laughs> Well, and also the path, it's not a yes. straight path. It's no. not always like, oh, I want a husband. And so I'm going to put no. this guy on my vision board and he's going to knock on my door. Like you <laughs> may have to go through the worst breakup of all time first oh, yes. and get your heart trampled on. Yep. And then one day you're like taking out your auntie's garbage in Rancho yep. Cucamonga <laughs> and you meet somebody. <laughs> Well, it's funny because all of my vision boards have been showing me how I manifested people back into my life and I didn't know how or why, how I did it. And just within like this week, I realized, oh my God, that things that weren't even on my vision board that were just in my general office, pictures, things that I found manifested people. And so a lot of my vision boards that I brought, like you said, examples, right, to talk about and share it literally shows how I brought these people and then how they served their purpose and no longer either here or, you know what I mean? So it's very, it's just, you know, timing, divine timing, everything. And then you have to laugh too, going yeah. through my vision boards. I went totally. through all of the fertility years where I was super focused mm. on having a baby. And at the time I was focused on having a baby, but I think unintentionally, I put on my vision board, like the word children. And oh. what did you know, I end up yes. with three kids on my doorstep. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got to be specific. <laughs> okay. So this is a whole lot. People probably think we're crazy. Yes. I haven't even introduced you no. and I've cried. <laughs> yeah. um, thanks so much for listening to the idea found. This is yeah. Lisa from Elements. She is a creator, mm. an incredibly talented jewelry designer. Thank you. 9.5 out of 10 pieces of jewelry I wear. Lisa has handled handmade. Um, she's such a superstar. I want to really dive in on your business and what you've been doing in community, but, uh, specifically since it's January and we're kicking off the new year, I think my family's going to do vision boards on Saturday. I'm super nostalgic and missing. I mean, I guess it was two years ago, the beginning of 2020, right? You did a whole vision board workshop in my house, which was so fun with like 20 people and 15 glue sticks later (laughs) and 10,000 magazines later spread out all over. Right. Right. And then we haven't been able to do something like that ever since, but you are the vision board queen in my book. How did we get, how did we get here? You know, um, I was thinking about the questions you had asked, right? We're going to talk about, you know, the journey, um, what I do, like all these different things, the backstory. And I started to really like, when did this happen to me? Like, when did I really start and why the why, right? And I realized my birthday lands in February. So it's after, you know, the new year. And I always like to kick off. I never really do stuff for myself. I'm always doing stuff, you know, for my kids, this, that, and the other in business. And I decided to do personal things for my, to celebrate my birthday. So I want to do a sound bath party. I want to do a vision board party. I want to do things that are healing for myself, right? Self-loving things. So that's how it started. And one of my best friends, Anna Alvarado, that you know, that's an amazing artist herself. Love her. Yes, Anna. She's magical. So she threw a vision board birthday party for me. 
And that's how it started. I want to say now maybe six years ago. And that was my first kind of delving into. And from then we noticed, oh my God, I put that on the vision board and that came true. I got the car that was on my board. My other girlfriend had put, she wanted to get married and it happened a year later. Like not just me, but so many people, we realized things were happening to them that we experienced all together, but it was just a a fun project. And then it started to be like, uh, this is real. And you better be careful what you put on there because things happen. And it's just been nonstop since then every year. And now I'm so mindful. So for example, before we got on, I've been trying to think about because of COVID and people are really sensitive, obviously, right? Spreads and spikes and things are happening. How else can I share this gift? This, you know, it's fun to be in, in, you know, a group, but we can't, you know, sometimes it's, you know, difficult, right? So I just got turned on to creating a digital vision board. So hmm. I printed this uh, through Canva. And the fun part, you That's know, is taking- such a funny sink. I have not used Canva in years. And right before this call, I was actually using Canva for an idea fountain post. Yeah. My new post for my new podcast is going to look snappier than anything I've made in a long time. And so, so now you're saying you did a vision board on Canva? Yes. So I'm creating these digital vision board classes. So it's going to be easier. We don't have to worry about, you know, be too concerned about, you know, if you don't want to be in person, all that to say, I printed out on one page. Anyway, my point was, is that it's really just taken on a whole different life of itself. And um, I'm being more mindful, right, on how like just to create and to just be conscious of just how we do things. But it's just transition from where I started to now. And I'm excited because I can really put to practice what I have learned over the years. And um, it's just, it's just, it's amazing. So I, it's just, I needed to share that with you really quickly because I was like, this was super fun. And it was just one big sheet after I collected the collage and done printed, boom, done. Okay. Well, take a picture of it and send yeah, it to me. I will and for sure. make sure to post it along with some of your other tricks and tips. Yes. So I don't know why this always sticks with me, but I, I always remember back in driver's ed, them saying when you're driving, you should always keep your eyes focused on the road where you want to go. And right. if you're driving around a corner, look to where you want to go, not the side of the road, because whatever you're focused on, you're going to drive into. And For that's sure. so true in life. Yeah. If you're just focused on, oh, I need more money. Oh, I have a pimple. Oh, I wonder if Sally's mad at me. Right. You're going to create all these things, but Absolutely. vision boards is arts and crafty and new agey and metaphysical and wacky as they may sound. It's so fantastic to take time, set an intention, put it somewhere where you're seeing it every day. I don't know if you told me this trick or somebody else, but I really won up my game where I had my vision board for the year. And then I would take a picture of it and save it as my wallpaper on my phone. Cause how many times a day do you look at your phone? Yes. So that actually, I I think we did talk about that. I started doing it because I wanted to save what I had done for the classes, but, or just for my life, right? Okay. I did this and to remember it, 
thank God that I did because now it's the reason why I know why certain people came back into my life because now, because after, you know, you throw it away, you change things, you take them off. But that's with my vision boards. I don't like to paste them. I like to use push pins so I can take things off and re-add. And then I kind of put it away in a, in a envelope sometimes, or then I just dispose of whatever was there. If it's not, you know, um, a real old photo or something like that. But the fact that I did that, I can reference just like you were talking about, you know, four years ago, I put this and you can reference it. So I think it's a really great thing because some things manifest within 24 hours. Some things manifest within 48. Some things take three months, six, six months, a year, three years. But it's great to take that snapshot because you can always go back and look to see what did happen. You know what I mean? And if I didn't do that, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be able to say, oh my God, this is the why. It, it, it's, yeah. And last year, think talking about taking things up a notch, I always used to enter my vision board process as a Tasmanian devil. I mean, I would <laughs> grab a magazine. I would just start ripping things. Putting yeah. them, you know, I would have friends that would have scissors and would be cutting perfect lines. Right. And going page by page, reading the whole page. I would just be like, what do I want to have on there? Smack down some glue. Yeah. I wouldn't lay it out in advance. I was just trust the MF process. Right. Right. But last year, you gave me a challenge where you laid out a feng shui board for the vision yes. board, where you would organize your board based the on energy. home, family, mm-hmm. how you want to be represented to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've got to say, I have had my vision board kind of to the right of my work from home space in the window all year. Mm-hmm. And it's very calming. Yeah. I think that organization and feng shui method for the vision board was like a clearing the clutter, you know, order and whatever. Order to the vision. Yeah. Because when you, I think why I liked it was feng shui, it, it basically translates to wind and water an ebb and flow and the energy it makes a difference where you place everything and even on your board. So if your board is chaotic, right, the pictures are in there. I mean, at the end of the day, it's there. It will manifest as long as it's there and you can see it, you know what I mean? And you focus on it, but that whole, like you're saying, just the way that it looks, it feels good. And that's yeah. how you really manifest things faster is when it feels good. It's, it's appe- like appealing to look at. It's that feeling behind that. That really, I think, makes things come faster in life. Well, it's like interior design, yes. too. Without the feng shui, I always had my own style. But then I have friends where you walk into their place and it looks like you're going into the W Hotel. Right. right? And you're like, ooh, That's- this feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it really does feel good. Yeah, um, before we go into vision boards of the past, like any other tricks and tips you have for people? I'll tell you one thing I did last year for the first time and I really liked it. I'll have to add it to my list. This is a very small thing, but I think it's the energy of it. Mm. I used to always get ready to do vision boards and go out and buy a bunch of tag board, buy glue, buy markers, a whole bunch of magazines. And last year, I don't know, maybe because it was the pandemic. Maybe I was just being useful. You know what I did? What? I just cut up 
an Amazon box that was delivered to my house and use that as the base of it. And I really love the philosophy. We have what we need if we use what we have. And so there was an element of foundational resourcefulness to that rather than just going and buying more things that I I know really grounded my vision board for me too. Yeah, no, I think that's a great thing. Actually, I did that today. Like I said, I just became resourceful because a lot of my vision boards uh, materials are put away. I've donated, you know, and I like to get, you know, fresh new things. But this was, I was like, I need to do something that's accessible for people. Things that are going to be easy, that you don't have to buy a million magazines to look up travel if you really want to focus on home stuff. And so the digital way was just like, this makes sense. It's saving me time. And like you said, being resourceful, but I can literally enter what is it that I really want to hone in on focus on. And um, so with that said, uh, I think doing that creates a whole new way to um, be creative too. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not just photos. Sometimes it's words. I literally, right before Christmas, I, I found an old piece of a vision board that said a fresh new start. So it was just words. It wasn't even a photo. And I said, Oh my God, that's my old board. Let me pin it on my, the board that I have right now in um, my studio. Let me just post it there. And I just thought how funny I was like, you know, creator, how are you going to create a fresh new start? I got invited a week later to this event. And in the, the, lecture the person said if you're here for a fresh new start and I was oh. like oh so it doesn't have to be a picture it could be words so I would say if anybody who's doing this for the first time follow your intuition what feels good but be very very mindful because what you ask for you just might get like you said you put children instead of just a baby <laughs> dude <laughs> <laughs> when you say you've manifested specific people to come back into your life, are you going through old photos or are you just finding things in magazines that remind you of that person? No. So I literally put certain things on my board. Like I put a house the first time this happened to me, because it's already happened three times now. So now I have to be very careful. But my first initial thought is, I really want uh, to manifest a house, in, you know, a new home into my life. What would that home look like? So I saw a cute photo of a white picket fenced house with a red door. It just looked really quaint and sweet and cute. So I put it on my board. Literally within that month, a friend of mine from high school came back into my life. And we were really good friends in school. And it turns out that I was like, oh, where do you live now? We get, you know, reacquainted. It is literally that person's house because they sent a photo. I just redid my lawn. I did this and that. It's the same color. The windows are in the same place and the door is red with the fence. The fence is not painted white. They repainted it brown, but regardless, it's the same house. And I'm like, what? Like, so I wasn't even thinking about the person. Haven't seen them in 10 something years, maybe even longer. So maybe it's just, um, you know, divine timing where, you know, I put it there and the, you know, my life is like, you need this person back in your life. I don't really know until, you know, time goes on and you figure why they're a part of your journey. I think last year, my vision board was different also with the Feng Shui inspiration, because Mm -hmm. 
in the past, I did put a lot of things that I wanted. And last year I focused on the way I wanted to feel. Yeah. Whether it was colors or plants or hearts or like you're saying words. And so it was a lot more vague, but everything just seemed grounded. I have one more question as a mama bear, um, a mom of two daughters, did you ever do this with your kids and how did you guide them through the process? I'm asking because my girls already like doing it, but at the same time doing a vision board for them is going through the Amazon Christmas catalog and circling (laughs) every toy in there. Right. Right. You get them. I guess the Feng Shui board would help if they got that. I mean, they don't need any romance or career, but, (laughs) um, you know, I'm going through a new phase with my daughters because I have now a 19 year old just leaving for college, like as of today, as we speak. So I'm trying to hold my tears back as we do this video, because it's just super, very heart wrenching to like, say, okay, you're the mama, right? The mama bird, but now you got to just go and fly on your own and drive by yourself and live in a whole other city by yourself. It's just no wonder you wanted to come over to tape this. Yeah, basically. I was was like, girl, we're doing it on zoom. Basically. I was like, I need a break, Um, a mental, emotional break. Um, And then my youngest is 16, still in high school. So I feel like my youngest, Isla, which is the oldest, she's done a few art projects here and there where I can see how it's kind of like spilled over over to her, but I haven't sat down with the both of them to do one per se, but my youngest has seen it. And now she was like, mom, she really is like, uh, like she can see how things have just manifested, you know, when I talk about them, not even putting on board. So she's been just more aware, more conscious and she's done them and she's put things together um, and I feel like it creates this harmony between us in, in a very like mystical way, you know what I mean? Versus just having an arts and crafts, it creates this other like metaphysical things you can't see that are possibly possible because now you have a vision. So I hope I planted that seed for them so that they can use, you know, for a lifetime. Yeah. Any, I mean, we're going to, we're doing this podcast on audio. It's not visual. So it doesn't make sense to necessarily show vision boards of the past, but since you have a couple of years with you, anything else that is enlightening or interesting that you want to point out? Um, I'm looking at mine. Hopefully I don't start crying again. Right. (laughs) I'm telling you, well, this new one that I just uh, did, it was a, a, this new one that I did for my new uh, vision board work, Zoom classes, basically, right? A digital one. I just pulled all of these off of Canva. So I was able to enter really simple travel pictures pop up, this, that, and the other. Um, but what I noticed, which was really funny, and this always happens to me, and I'm curious to see how it'll pop up in my life. I posted a picture um, about uh, um, a bedroom, right? And how to like, I want to revamp, I'm revamping my house, my studio as we speak, because I'm in this moving mode because my daughter's moving. And so it's kind of like, yeah, going over to me, huh? New energy, new energy. And one of the pictures I posted, I didn't pay attention. So I would say, even though we're not doing this visually for people to see if anybody out there who is listening, be mindful before you put it down on your board in any way, shape or form, because this new board has a picture of a bed with 
a huge bouquet of roses and a book. And that's the type of energy, right? I want to bring into my bedroom, right? To be able to read and relax and just your sanctuary, right? And the book in the digital photo says, me before you. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't pay attention because it's so tiny until I printed it and blew it up. And I'm like, that's where basically I'm at. I'm focusing on me before I can have anybody else come into my life. But how funny is that? You see that? It. It's so tiny, but that's basically what it says yeah. when you look up close. So, dude, you got to look at the fine print with these suckers. <laughs> and my other ones are pretty small because, like I said, they're photos that I took um, on my iPhone, if you can see. So I took, um, I have a juxtapose. This is a great way to, after you do your vision board and things that manifest, so on this left side, I put a picture of the actual vision board, right? And then what was there, what the picture was, and then what actually manifested in my life. So this is my friend's house. Mm. So this is what was on my vision board, and this is what happened after. So kind of to have the reference is kind of cool. See, I don't know how you take things off, switch them around. I like to glue it, smack it down, and commit. Yeah, <laughs> I think maybe it goes back to um, maybe our zodiac signs. Being yeah. an air sign, I like, ooh, you know. You're ready just, to float and I'm more grounded. That's basically. A good, that's a good hit right there. <laughs> basically. So I already cried. I, I'm not going to point out any more things on my vision board right now. <laughs> I don't have it in me. Um, <laughs> but I will say, um, I mean, it's just freaking hilarious, though. Well, I mean, I did. I, it's just funny looking at these. Um, but Lisa, you did have a lot of change in your business in the last year. I, I'd love you to talk about what you've been doing and how people can find you. Um, so I have actually been really focused on changing how I do things, not only from being online, but going online and now having to go back into community which is where I started, right? My business has been um, since 1999. I've been in the Chicano Latino community, uh, posting up from having a store to doing trade shows to doing events and now, uh, and then online. And then now I am a part of a collective called the Goddess Mercado Boutique. And that has been such an amazing process. And um, I've been really putting all of my energy there in this wonderful space of all these beautiful women uh, that we've come together out of a bigger group, which is called the Goddess Mercado that happens every second Saturday of the month. So our next event is in February. But just being a part of, there's about 14 of us that fit in this um, new space. It's in El Sereno in LA, just right out the outskirts of um, downtown LA. So that's where I've been placing most of my energy to be able to part of communities, so if people want to come and visit, come and see. And the unique thing about the boutique is that it's all run by these beautiful women. So it's a beautiful women collective. So we really focus on that goddess energy and feminine energy and knowing that you're not alone, which is so empowering because everybody's trying to build their own island. At least that's how I feel with your own brand, your own website. So the fact that I'm part of a whole community where if I can't work on Saturday, someone else might be able to pick up, you know, um, the time or, or be there. Actually, I was in Santa Cruz. I couldn't. I was moving my daughter. I couldn't be there on the Thursday I was scheduled. I had someone else come in. But 
if you can't, you know, do it, it's like we have a community. I have a community now that I can, I can lean on. So that's really where my business has been focusing. And say where it's located. It's in El Sereno, California. So it's right on Huntington Drive. So Huntington Drive is this long span that stems from um, right out of Lincoln, Lincoln Heights, goes into El Sereno, and you end up at the end, at the edge of uh, what is beginning Alhambra and South Pass. So it's this really unique space in LA, an, a very warned, old neighborhood. Be warned if you go there, they are going to take all your money because there's <laughs> too much good stuff. This is true. Mercado. I can't lie. This is true. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny. I had a little like vision of Anna doing a um, kid's book called The Goddess Mercado. And it would be cool to have a little bit of math in there. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. For sure. Maria likes seven rings, but she only has five <laughs> fingers. How many right. do you have to put back? <laughs> totally. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. I know she would be all about it. <laughs> you can tell who, what grade level homework I'm working on. <laughs> right, totally. <laughs> Enjoy this time. It really goes by super fast. I cannot believe, you know, um, just how fast they grow up. You know, I remember, I really cherish um, my reading time with my kids, like bedtime and reading. What book are you going to read? Um, my girls really love Ballerina Sisters. Um, no, we don't know that. Oh, I'll have to get the girls this book. It's a series of books. It's three different books. And it's two sisters that um, basically love ballet, but it's the older sister who really is like the leader, right? As a big sister should be. And the little sister trailing behind, trying to follow in her footsteps and wanting to do what her big sister does. So it's really, it's just really sweet and endearing. But um, I well, do. I mean, that couldn't come at a better time because right. they're both in ballet and Ivory just graduated to the next class. Oh, so they're not really? in the same class anymore. Oh yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'll, yeah, have, to get, started, I'll have to get in the books. We just started reading Harry Potter at night um oh. together and it's funny because I never read it like yeah me neither. I, I mean I miss that whole era yeah I but I've <laughs> but I've seen all the movies me and Lucy my youngest we've made our, our quality time to do like the movie sequels and every night watch one of them you know like when she's on break or like during summertime and it's been a really good way to like just you know have quality time yeah, I never even watched the movies. Like I just was like, <laughs> eh, but uh, I usually do the books before I do the movies, but this one I did backwards. That's awesome. Well, Lisa, thanks for being such a great friend, and thanks Aww, for breaking this down for everybody. And uh, I'm so excited to keep cheerleading everything you're doing Thank and you. seeing all so of your beautiful it. creations. Anything else? Uh, why don't you give out your Instagram? Because it's not always the easiest to understand. Just yes, yeah, so. Uh, my Instagram is Ilaments. It's I-L-A-M-E-N-T-S. And Isla is my middle name. It's Hopi. It means one who takes on challenges. So I put the marriage of the word Isla and Elements to create my jewelry brand because I feel like it's an influence of not only myself, but culture and also our environment and that we are all connected. Everything's all connected. So it's elements. Yeah. Well, I would be okay if we strategize this year's vision board to take on less challenges. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. I, when I found out that was the meaning, I wasn't named after someone who was Hopi. I was named after this beautiful Chinese model and that was her nickname. 
So I had no idea that that's what I was going to be, you know, named and take on. Uh, but yeah, this year, my new word for the year is Yamava, which is actually an indigenous name. It's the the casino name when San, San Manuel Casino, they renamed their casino to Yamava, which means spring, but it's all about renewing, revamping, resetting that type of energy. And um, I'm enjoying it. I'm already in it. That's I can't awesome. wait to see what, what the renewed um, elements is going to look like. I can't either. All right. <laughs> Thanks so awesome. much for jumping on the idea fountain and chatting with us. And thank you. Um, happy 2022. Yes. Thank you so much, Julie. Bye. Right. Bye. 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 All right. Here's to creating a vision for 2022, getting what you want, what you deserve. And remember the better off you are, the more you can help others. Stay up to date on every episode by subscribing to the Idea Fountain newsletter. You can do so at juliepilot.co, that's J-U-L-I-E-P-I-L-A-T.co, or the link in bio on at the Idea Fountain IG. Speaking of IG, I want to thank everybody who checked in, and thanks so much for listening, uh, especially have some shout outs too. Uh, Joy Jacobson and Frank Higginbotham uh, wishing you perfect health. Happy birthday, Christine Hansen, Bicknock, Deborah Constance. Uh, thanks to Laura Day and The Circle for coming through and helping with winter camp, especially Mary Jo and Alan Mouge. The best aunties in the world, Liz Hernandez uh, from Waterfall, also Auntie Laura Welch in the Bay, Auntie Laura Bacon in Houston, and Auntie Laura in Santa Barbara. Happy New Year to my OGs, Matt Galley, Chewy Martinez, Jamal, Sandra Pena, Banjams, Carlos Camacho, and Jared, DJ Eman, Shampoolio, Shelby Mead, Rick Diddy, Ishu, Pam Fink, Jerica Preston, Mike and Savvy at Gorilla, Kendall Galloway, Adrienne, Yara Acosta, Tom Maffei, and the Fuego fam. And last but not least, a special shout and cheers to some of my favorite creators, people in the music business, Michelle Jubilier, Boss Woman, congratulations once again, Mickey Shiloh, Kev Nish in Transparent Arts, DJ Switch, Ghana, Danny McGinnis, Jen Awad, who is being championed by Menace, Know Me, and I can't forget Anik Khan, whose beat is playing in the background. Wishing the best to you all in 2022. Let's do this. 